I ask that my guides and the guides of those listening join us now as I set the intention for this podcast. I set the intention that this will be for the greatest good of all and that these messages reach the appropriate people. May this be a space of encouragement, of discovery, and may it help us find balance so our true selves can be present. My name is Brenna Mosley, and I will be guiding you through my process and why I unmask the universe. Hello to everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Unmasking the Universe. As you already know, my name is Brenna Mosley, and I am so delighted to be here. It feels so right and yet weird at the same time. Um, This has been a long time in the making, and thank you to everyone and all of their support. I have received so much love and you know, appreciation and encouragement from my family, which I expected, my friends, obviously, but the amount of acquaintances that I have made and then told them about this and the amount of support of just people via other people has been amazing. So thank you all so much for being here today. Um, I am actually doing something a little bit different than what I originally planned. I originally planned to be in a studio and to go live, and I wanted it to be a like morning time session. I'm still obviously playing with how I want this to feel. Um, surprisingly, though, the universe, I mean, not surprisingly, um, has worked really well today. Um, all of that got thrown out the window. You know, schedules got mixed up, which is totally fine. And we're now at my home. And this is definitely more of the vibe that I was going for and yet wasn't achieving in the studio. So at the end of the day, I'm very happy about this setup. I did want to give a quick warning real fast. Um, My apartment complex apparently today is doing um, fire alarm testing. So this is not live. I am pre-recording this, but then doing as little edits as possible. Um, So... That will, <laughs> that may happen. But anyways, let's go ahead and get started with the show. So um, I have been launching Unmasking the Universe for a little over a year now. Um, for those of you who don't know, who haven't seen my other content, um, I do have an Instagram, I have a YouTube channel, um, TikTok, you know, Patreon's coming. I've had it up, but you know, working on it still. So, but anyways, I have had the idea of a podcast in the back of my mind for a while. Um, What was, you know, so daunting to me though was doing the live aspect. And so it's been in, in, you know, in the works for a bit and I'm very happy that we're doing it because I have received the most support and the most like excitement over the podcast over anything else I've done so far. So I know I'm headed in the right direction and I'm really looking forward to where this takes us. So Um, This is my first time, obviously, (laughs) making an episode as a podcast. Um, For those of you who are listening to only the audio, you will be able to also see the video format on YouTube and vice versa. It'll be on, you know, major streaming platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. So you should be able to find it pretty much everywhere. Um, And for the first episode, I wanted to just kind of go over what to expect from the podcast, introduce myself and just, you know, what does unmasking the universe mean? Because that's a very broad title um, for a reason or, you know, what is not not title? What is the word I'm looking for? 
business name. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I started off the intro with intentions, with, with an intention. And um, I do actually have a video up on YouTube already about setting your own intentions and what that means in depth. So after this episode, if you want to go binge watch my YouTube content, go for it. Um, but for the purpose of this podcast, an intention is setting your mind and energy up to following through after with action, right? And it took me a while to figure out how I wanted to open this show. Um, A lot of things, like I was saying, kind of monkey wrenches were thrown in. Um, And I'm really proud of myself for just like pushing through anyways and getting it done on the day that I said I was going to do it. And so thank you all for showing up on this day too. Um, But you know, when I was making the intros, I played around with doing really cinematic stuff, really poetic stuff. Like, you know, I kind of went all over the place. And the day I went to go like sit down and write my outline, I was in the shower, which is where I do a lot of my awesome ideas and creative thinking. Um, but it came, it occurred to me that when I do personal readings for people, I always start off with an intention, lighting a candle and kind of setting the space. And so it just, I knew that's how I wanted to start. At least my first episode um, might be changing. You know, I like to try on different things. Um, But so why I do an intention and lighting a candle is because for me personally, I feel like if you set the intention to do this, it can be a portal and a way to connect with that person. Because I do readings remotely as well. I don't necessarily just have to be in person. And so if I have a candle lit in my space and I'm setting an intention, you have a candle lit in your space and you're setting an intention, I feel like it really just helps us feel harmonious and like we're in the same room. And so if it resonates with you, I have a candle already lit, you know, please feel free to light a candle whenever you're listening to this podcast or, you know, incense or, you know, do whatever you need to do to feel like right. But um, the idea also too is I'm really, or I had this thought when I was thinking about uploading my first episode. By the way, my dog T-Rex is here. Hi, buddy. Hi, baby. I don't know if you can see him or not, but I'm sure he'll stand up. And if you hear him groan, (laughs) that's what's going on. Um, But what I was saying is, is, I had this thought about it. once I have quite a few episodes uploaded, you'll be able to just go, okay, universe, what's the message for me? And just randomly select an episode and then receive whatever message you need to hear at the moment. So like I said, I want to kind of go over what to expect. And I wanted to just like kind of break down the intro a bit. And so, you know, I asked for our guides to be here. You know, the first thing I said was, you know, my guides and anybody else's guides who's listening, I ask that you be here now. And some of you may be like, all right, how spiritual is she going to get? How fast? Oh, here we go. You know, brace yourself. Um, But no, I actually learned that concept from Maya Angelou. And for those of you who know me, I'm sure you're shocked to hear me mention her name. Um, But you will hear me mention her a decent amount more. But Maya Angelou considered herself a Christian. And I learned the idea of calling upon these people from her. And I wanted to play a quick two minute video of her. Oprah Winfrey actually was, I think a friend, if not a great admirer of hers. Um, And so she did a masterclass with Maya Angelou and I used to have it on, you know, DVR recorded. And um, I watched this thing to death. And so quick two minute clip I wanted to play of Maya explaining the whole guide aspect. She calls them her rainbows. 
Um, I use the word guide because most people know what I mean when I say that, but I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip for you real fast. There's an African-American song, 19th century, which um, is so great. It says, when it looked like the sun wasn't gonna shine anymore, God put a rainbow in the clouds. Imagine, and I've had so many rainbows in my clouds. I had a lot of clouds, but I have had so many rainbows. And one of the things I do when I step up on a stage, when I stand up to translate, when I go to teach my classes, when I go to direct a movie, I bring everyone who has ever been kind to me with me. Black, white, Asian, Spanish-speaking, Native American, gay, straight, everybody. I say, come with me. I'm going on the stage. Come with me, I need you now. Long dead, you see? So I don't ever feel I have no help. I've had rainbows in my clouds. And the thing to do, it seems to me, is to prepare yourself so that you can be a rainbow in somebody else's cloud. Somebody who may not look like you, may not call God the same name you call God, if they call God at all, <laughs> you see? And may not eat the same dishes prepared the way you do, may not dance your dances or speak your language but be a blessing to somebody. That's what I think. I seriously cannot tell you how much I love that woman. Um, and so when I call my guides, I just, I know Maya is there. Um, and if it helps you think of it in that way, I'm really glad that I shared that with you versus guides, spirit, you know. Um, speaking of sharing, um, I said in the beginning, I want this to reach the right audience. And um, a lot of how that happens is because of you all. So um, please share anything of mine, whether it's a TikTok, an Instagram post, this podcast with anyone that you feel like needs to hear the message. Um, because while I am creating this podcast for me, absolutely, that is a major reason why I'm doing it is for accountability. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm obviously also making this for those that are listening. Um, so to make it super easy to share with your friends, um, in the description below this video on YouTube, you know, in my bio in a lot of places is called something we call a link tree. Um, and so I'm going to go over this real fast with you. So once you click on the link tree, it's going to bring you to my page here. And so each of these little boxes, if you highlight over them, will lead you, you can click on it, right? So if you go to my YouTube channel, you can see that I have videos here already and um, it takes you right to my YouTube channel. If you click on my Instagram, it'll take you right to my Instagram account. So this little link tree makes it really easy for people to navigate to my content. Um, and I will be having the podcast up here as well in a little box. So for anyone who wants to see it, it'll be super easy for them to find. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take a sip of water, hydrate people. If you have a hydration device next to you, <laughs> okay. Uh, so I also mentioned in the intro 
you know, maybe basically we find balance so that our true selves can be present. And I know that that may cause some resistance in some people. It used to cause, you know, like a resistance in me and at some point in my life. And what I really mean by that is I mean so our most balanced selves can be present. Imagine tomorrow you woke up well-rested, properly, proper nutrition, exercise, like maybe you meditated, you did some yoga. If you did all of that by a certain time, like let's say you did all that by like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., you would feel so ready to take on the day, right? And if you're looking at that, the point of that was it's balance. Like, and I know everybody's going to have a different answer to what their true self means. I know everybody's going to have a different path and a way to get there. Um, and I also know that sometimes we don't allow ourselves to be our true selves or to come out and play. I like to say sometimes we get in our head too much. And the thing that I do that I have trained myself to do is to my mind and my body to relax when I take in a deep breath. And you can train your body to do anything. Like you can like have a tapping point and that means like that X means Y to you, you know, so you can train yourself to do this. And so um, the reason why I think relaxing is important and breathing is important is because it puts you in a more receptive space. And, you know, if you're in a receptive space, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but you're not in a place of resistance. And so if something needs to change, like if your diet or your hydration or your sleep or your social experience needs to change, if you're relaxed, you will be able to receive that information, whether it's from yourself or whether it's from another source, like from a tarot reader or from a podcast. So breathing to me is very important. There's a lot of like even science behind it. Um, So I wanted to go ahead and take a moment because I know... I could use this right now. Um, I'm very excited about this podcast. I also do have a little bit of anxiety. Who doesn't? Um, And so I wanted to take a moment to just breathe and connect. And I do think it can also be a bonding thing for, you know, you to breathe at the same time as me. It means our energies are aligning. It means we're both taking a moment to connect and to choose in that moment to breathe and connect with each other. So if you can breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, I would do that. Um, Three seconds in, three seconds out, but do what resonates with you. Okay? Ready, set, go. In. Out. So I love taking deep breaths. I love yoga um, for that reason because you're focusing on your breath so much. So thank you for indulging me. Um, I know that I had some anxiety about even doing that on the show because it's actually vulnerable. Silence is vulnerable. Breathing is vulnerable. So thank you for indulging me (laughs) and um, being present for that. So um, I also mentioned that this is, I want this to be an encouraging space and one that allows discovery. And I've been trying to put into succinct succinct words um, what it is that I'm trying to achieve from all of this. Like, you know, I have an Instagram, I have a YouTube, I have a podcast, I have a lot going on. Like, how would I describe what I'm trying to do very succinctly? I don't know why I'm struggling on that word. Um, And... 
What I came up with is my goal in life is to find balance emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And I want to help others to do the same. And I do help others to do the same. My upbringing and what I grew up with is very different than the life that I lead right now. Um, I mean, very different. If you knew me at five years old versus now, I mean, obviously age and maturity changes, but the lifestyle, the religion I'm associated with or not associated with now has completely changed. I am more my authentic self than I ever have been. And over the years, there have been countless people now that have listened to me, listened to my stories, listened to my transformation, and just my advice that I feel comes from, I don't know, it's, it's always been there. Um, so these people have listened to me over the years, and they've asked me to share my story, whether it be on YouTube or in a book or what have you, and I haven't allowed my true self to really show up and shine and to accept that advice and to be here um, until now. And I'm very much proud of myself and all of the people who told me that because it absolutely feels right. And um, once you get to know me, you'll find that the people that I want to be around me, I want them to be balanced. I want them to be supportive. I want them to support themselves. Um, I grew up with a lot of codependency and codependent behaviors. Um, therapy wasn't necessarily encouraged. So I don't need you to have it right because I know I don't have it right all of the time. But, you know, I make sure that I encourage people and I hold space for them to learn and grow and discover themselves and to be the best versions of themselves. And so I remember the first time that that was done for me was in a really crazy major point in my life. The first time that I really, really realized that I was unmasking the universe and living that lifestyle was when I lived in my car for a year and traveled across the country. Um, some of you may or may not know this story, but not only did I go travel across the country and live in my car, but this happened shortly after I was just in a major car accident where I coded twice on the way to the hospital. So, um, and I even had like an experience with my dead grandmother. You know, I was gone. I was out of my physical body for a while. So I was 19 or 20 at the time. And now that I look back on my life and the decisions I was making, the car accident makes perfect sense. The traveling makes perfect sense. And what I mean by that, and by the way, there's, there will be a full episode on the car accident and a full episode or two or three on traveling. Um, but I'm trying to give you, you know, some teasers and ideas of what it is that I'm going to be talking about and bringing forward and explaining. Um, so what I meant by my accident was in no way, or what I meant by it all makes sense was the accident was in no way my fault. Um, I was sitting in traffic waiting for the light to change. I saw a flash next to me. I looked over. I saw a car, a red Jeep coming directly at me. So I turned forward to like see where I could go and then smack. And the next thing I remember was, and I wore my seatbelt like I was safe. 
Um, the next thing I remember was I woke up spitting glass out of my mouth. And the first thing that I saw, I was in the passenger seat. That's how like crunched I was. I saw this angel necklace that I had just broken the week before that I hung on my rearview mirror. And I knew that I was like safe. Like when I came to, I, I knew I was in an accident. Like I remember also even a police officer speaking to me right outside of my car. Like, you know, do you know what happened? I was like, yes. And I could tell them exactly what happened. But also the in-between was crazy um, when I, you know, that whole experience. But that's not the, the point of the story. But it makes sense because I wasn't being authoritative at all. The accident was not my fault. There was nothing I could do to control it. I was a victim in that scenario. And in my entire life, how I structured my entire life, I was the victim. At that time, you know, it had only been a couple years since I had lost my grandmother to cancer. And that was a very hard emotional time period for me. And I didn't want to be here. I was miserable. And I also didn't have the courage to change my life or to take my own life. So I somehow energetically called this car accident to me, or at least that's how I see it now. And um, so the first time I remember feeling alive and like I was on my way to being me was when I traveled the country right after this accident. I was in medical school. I was planning on going to school to be a pediatric oncologist. Like I had this plan, I had a flow chart. And when I had this accident and this major injury, I had a frontal lobe injury, which is the processing center of the brain. Um, I didn't feel like it was safe to continue becoming a doctor. I didn't think I could have someone's life in my hands. I thought that would be too much pressure on someone with an injury like that. So someone landed in my life and she was like, hey, well, you know what? You haven't seen America, like the country that you live in. Um, I say, let's go take an indefinite road trip and you can go find yourself and learn new things and learn more things about yourself, so let's go. And I had no idea. I didn't have an end date. Um, it was May 1st was the first day and I ended up traveling 365 days. And a good majority of those days, um, we lived in my car and I still have that car to this day, but um, that was hard. I mean, I didn't have a job at the time. I was still recovering from an injury. Um, my family didn't approve after a certain amount of time. I was irresponsible and didn't pay some certain bills. So, you know, it was a, it was a learning experience for me, but this was the first time that I felt like I had my life like here. I was alive. I was, I was breathing. I was like, getting up in the morning and swimming in the ocean and then taking a shower and then going and walking 13 miles in the redwoods. And then like, it, it was just one of those, like every single second was an experience. And that's what unmasking is though. Like it's an experience. It's actively working towards discovering yourself. And so to me, unmasking the universe is an alternative to self-destruction because that's ultimately on the path that I was on before. Um, it's moving, to me, it's moving from passive living to wholehearted living. It's getting in the arena. And so I've mentioned earlier Maya Angelou. She's, you know, a phenomenal woman and someone that I look up to and respect a great deal. But another human that I really look up to is Brene Brown. 
Um, she has TED Talks. She has books. I believe she has a podcast as well. She's a professor, an author, a researcher. She's phenomenal. Um, she works mainly with shame and guilt and talks about vulnerability and weakness. Um, and I think you should really get to know who she is. I talk about her a lot, so you're going to get to know her no matter what. Um, but part about what I love about her is that she's from Texas, right? And one of her family mottos is lock and load, which is just so Texas. <laughs> and so she's not like the annoyingly perfect, like, I have my life together and I'm going to be your life coach. Like, no. She had what she calls a spiritual awakening or, or what her, what her um, therapist calls a spiritual awakening, what she calls a mental breakdown. So I just, I love her. Go find her TED Talk. She's amazing. Um, but the first quote that a lot of people might know without Brene Brown is actually by someone um, that we all know in the United States, Theodore Roosevelt. So I'm going to read this um, quote to you now. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat." It's a long one. <laughs> but while I love that quote, what I love even more is how Brene relates to it, relates it to wholehearted living even more. I love that. She gives you permission. Um, she gives you, she, admi she talks about how she admires people who dare greatly and who live this wholehearted life. And that was part of her mental breakdown was that she realized that she was not daring greatly. Um, and so she backs it up with research. So she interviews, you know, hundreds and thousands of people, I would imagine now, men and women. Um, originally, I think it was just women, but then, you know, read her stuff, okay? Um, but mistakes are bound to happen, especially with this podcast. And I have been really relying on and leaning on a lot of the things that I have been collecting over the years, just do it, just push yourself, just keep going. And Brene has been one of those people that's been super helpful and encouraging. And um, yeah, so um, another thing that she said, like there was a quote that I had written down. Um, here it is. <sighs> this is really what I'm asking is to me. Or this is what I really learned when I was traveling and like, unpacking, right? This is a quote from Brene. You either walk inside your story and own it, or you stand outside of your story and hustle for your worthiness. And so if I think back to the time around my accident, I was hustling. I was working really hard, but I wasn't living a wholehearted life. I was hustling 
to feel worthy. And I was given permission when I was traveling to be imperfect, to feel emotions, because I, I shoved and blocked a lot of that, that part of me away. I locked it up, um, like a lot of us do. And so I was really grateful when I was able to travel and discover myself, and I found Brene Brown around that time. And yeah, so um, kind of random. I wanted to jump around a little bit. I had some thoughts that I had lined up, but I felt like that needed to be said at that time. But uh, random and related, <laughs> my wife likes to compare me sometimes to Victor Hugo, the author of Les Mis. And um, it's not because I'm as great of a writer as him, because I wish, but um, I, he, he's, my dog's fallen asleep on my foot, so I had to address him. I find the de that details are important and that you need to know the backstory of all of these things in order for this to make sense later, in order for you to have this impact, right? So I had said a lot of like beep, 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 random things, and I'm now tying them all back in. But um, I brought up my Angelou, Brene Brown, and my accident because I wanted you all to understand more of what I mean by unmasking the universe. It's broad. You know, yes, I do readings. I'm a spiritual person. And yes, I address the universe versus God. You know, I do all of these things for a reason. And I have my spiritual side, but there's a lot more to me than that. I don't just do readings. I don't just do yoga. I do value physical health. I do value mental health. And this podcast is about finding that balance and encouraging that balance in other people. And so I mentioned accountability earlier, and I told you I'd get into it a little bit more. And I wanted to use this podcast to share my thoughts to those that want to hear them. Um, another quote by Maya Angelou that I love is, when you get, you give. When you learn, you teach. And I'm now at the point where I've learned a lot, and I'm ready to share that with people. And I know there are people who out, out there who want to hear it. And um, I'm now stepping into the, re the arena, and I'm showing up. And I know things on this podcast will change and shift. And as of right now, I have zero readings to do, zero plan to do readings on the air. Um, if this is something that like all of you guys are super excited about and you want me to do, you know, tarot readings for you, sure. I will probably do a separate episode um, just for that because I do want to talk about all of these other aspects of our lives and how we can be more in balance. So with all of that being said, I hope you'll join me in future episodes, and it has been so much fun um, preparing myself for this, and I'm very much looking forward to sharing everything with you. Um, and so I will be doing episodes on my car accident and traveling, but I wanted you guys to have questions for me. Um, you know, whatever you want to know, just ask me some questions, but I didn't want it to just be me talking at you. I wanted it to be more interactive. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have like phone calls or chats or what have you, but I really want it to be more interactive and not just me talking at you. I also will have um, other guest hosts on. I've already had a decent amount lined up, so get ready. My plan is to release every Thursday, and yeah, so T-Rex, are you ready to end the show with me? 
Are you ready to tell them bye? Are we done? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this first episode. T-Rex and I thank you so, 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 so much. And until next week, bye.